everybody this is boss moves back for another one we got the whole boss moves podcast crew this time we're missing trey for the last episode what's going on trey what's happening brother what's going on charles what's going on mo glad to be here we got mo in the house as well mo you, you chilling and i'm in here i'm in here what's good fellas what's up trey glad to be here what's going on man What's good? What's good? We got another good topic, man. We're going to get into this. There's an article on um, blackenterprise.com, matter of fact. And the title is The First Black Owned Stock Exchange in U.S. History is Opening Soon. So, title alone sounds pretty amazing, right? Gotta love it. Gotta love that. So first off, I'm just going to read a little bit of the article just to kind of plug us in what, you know, what the details are about the black owned stock exchange. Investing in stocks and bonds has always been one of the core principles of wealth building within the finance industry. For one former lawyer, it was imperative to give people within the black community the opportunity to invest and create generational wealth. So he created the first majority black and minority Stock exchange in the country. It's called the Dream Exchange, founded by Joe Sakala in partnership with Cadiz Capital Holdings LLC, a black and minority owned private equity firm led by William H. Ellis. That's pretty cool. So he just previewed. Yeah, I mean that's 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 big time because the the most important part of this article, and it's cool, like what they're talking what he's talking about, how he came up with the idea. And everything, you know, anybody can go and, and read that whole article themselves, blackenterprise.com. But what really, really caught my attention reading this article, um, yes, very inspirational, uh, talking about the, the dollars and the money and what this would do. But this one paragraph, the very last paragraph says, in the 230 year history of the stock exchange in America, only one black owned firm has ever made it to the New York Stock Exchange. And there has never been a black owned stock exchange. That part that's crazy. Yeah, that like, is crazy. That's, that's some wild I mean, stuff. That says so much, man. Right. That says so much. Especially yeah, I mean, when we wonder. Uh-huh. Was it was it TLC uh, Beatrice? Was that the company? Um, I'm not sure. The name of the company, that. I think, is called. Dream Exchange. That's the name of the the company with That's Joseph. That's the name Coke. of the Black Owned Stock Exchange. I'm talking about the the, the, the one black, black company. company. Yeah, I'm talking about the company that was on there, and I don't think it was. Oh, on the, I'm sorry. Yeah, the one that was on the the New York Stock Exchange. That'd be that'd be some good information. And I don't think they talk about it in the It's just it's a, it's amazing to me, and you still have so many people that wonder why you know we haven't pulled ourselves up by our proverbial bootstraps being locked out of the biggest public money sector on earth because think about it the stock exchange is fundraising stock exchange is the biggest fundraiser you can have on the planet especially the New York stock exchange all the money you know comes through there some kind of way globally and if you're locked out of the biggest public fundraiser on the planet, I mean, there's some large percentage of wealth, you know? So you're talking, this is this just 
it kind of it kind of just adds another thing that uh, we as black people have been locked out of that we're finding our way back into you know for so long we're locked out of owning land we're locked out of certain neighborhoods they redlined they did this they did that still doing it but then you got the stock exchange that's a whole nother facet of wealth that gets created just easily with public funds right that's that's crazy to me that is crazy and i I just looked up i think it was johnson and johnson uh who was the first uh uh, first first black company John H. Johnson, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, like, uh, the name of this company was, uh, I think it was called The Dream Exchange, though, and they started back in 2018, just looking at the article here. Um, Mm -hmm. Like like you said, Charles, Joe Sakella, I didn't realize that he was a a veteran security lawyer. So he kind of knows the laws and and, and the the, the the roundabouts of, of securities and stocks already. So it sounds like he has a leg up when it comes to, you know, starting out this first black-owned stock exchange. He's been in that world. He said, so he says, after years of research, I discovered that the structure of U.S. capital markets and the current stock exchanges favor only the largest transactions with celebrity companies. My research showed that prior to Archipelago, the overwhelming majority of IPOs were 50 million and under. By 2004, small capital IPOs had all but disappeared. So it, the New York Stock Exchange plays to the big boys, basically, is what you're right. saying. Right. Absolutely. And, and this exchange is going to be more geared towards the, the little guys. The little guys. So. And the thing about it, think about it. That's that's who needs the funds. That's who yeah. needs public funds. That's who needs the fundraise. The big boys have made, you know, millions and billions of dollars. Right. The smaller companies need those public funds to grow. So, I mean, I wonder if at one time, you know, those New York Stock Exchange companies were small and they grew to such a such a level that it was just a big board. The same thing will happen with the Dream Exchange. Right, right. And I saw where the company's mission, it seems to, to provide a, a market in which minority-owned businesses can raise capital. And then they're focusing on small initial public offerings under five, uh, 50 million total. So, I mean, it's going to be good for the little guys. It's going to be good for the little guys to get a more exposure, uh, get their name out there a little bit easier. It's already tough for Black-owned businesses to get private funding uh, or get funding, you know, however they can get funding. Yeah, but, and that's, that's, that's private funding. Yeah, and that's private funding. So That's hard. It's tough. It's tough because of the wealth gap and hopefully this stock exchange kind of helps to close that gap a little bit more so we'll see how it all turns out unfolds but i didn't know also that uh joe sakala i think that's his name he's partnering with uh cadiz capital i think we mentioned mm-hmm. and that was yeah. a majority black owned uh mergers and acquisition boutique that's out of st louis yeah that's what's up yeah so I mean, loop. <laughs> out of the loop. <laughs> so it's a black minority owned business for sure. Yeah, that's dope. Man. It's, that's dope to see. And it's just, you know, I, I just think these things will continue to happen. Like, well, you know, we'll we'll continue to rack up these first. And it's kind of sad to have 2020 and this is the first. You know what I mean? Sad. 
It is. Sad. It's happening. It's it's cool. It's great, but it's sad that it's just now happening. You know, it just yeah. shows the suppressing suppression. You know, right? And I was about to say, yeah, because it, it it's definitely not our fault. We've had you know our own communities and everything that would eventually have led to different stock exchanges, um, but just you know how difficult it is, and then like you said, just everything that's really gone on in terms of uh, limiting capital to black hands. It was funny, when I was at Fisk University, I actually thought about starting a small, like, because uh, I was a finance major, starting a small stock exchange for Jefferson Street and the businesses of Jefferson Street. Of course, I was young and then just getting through it, just understanding how difficult it is to start a stock exchange at the age of 19. But, mm -hmm. you know, I thought that would have been a hell of an idea to have just the businesses of Jefferson Street been able to raise capital like that, public capital. So, Definitely. yeah, this is a huge move. Bro, that was an amazing idea. That was an amazing idea. It still idea. is a great idea. Still yeah, I was going to say, that could that could push off today. Yeah. You're talking like think about the history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, think about the history, bro. Right, yeah, I thought that shit was... Actually, I, I started a company called Stocks University when I was, uh, I was 18 or 19. It was mm -hmm. called Stocks University, and it was an online kind of platform to really pretty much teach students how to um, to invest in stocks and then mm -hmm. you know eventually have a, a an actual real component for it basically almost to be like monopoly money at first and then being able to roll over and start kind of your own account of course again getting into business at the age of 19 I realized how expensive it is to, to you know to start websites and apps <laughs> right. <laughs> right this is back in like 2005 <laughs> so you know right, trying right. to start a, 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 yeah. a website and an app with that, all that bandwidth you know I kind of realized how expensive everything was but you know I had that idea way back in the day so love to see somebody's actually you know grown enough to the capital to actually pull it off yeah that's a beautiful thing you had the you had the right ideas man yeah Definitely right. we don't have to look forward. We have to look back into those, you know. Hey, it's a good with idea. Our ventures, <laughs> you know, with our own ventures that are that are going well and, and about to go right. even even sweeter. You need to look back at that, especially that Jefferson Street idea. Yeah, right, right, that, right. Bro. That's real. Definitely, definitely. And think about how the community will rally around something like that. Absolutely, Jefferson Street, yo. And there's so much history about Jefferson Street that I didn't know until I was like in my 30s. I had no idea. Really, same here though, honestly. Yeah, you don't realize like, yeah, how much, like how really important Jefferson Street is to even just, you know, uh, the civil rights movement, uh, right. uh, being Music City, you understand what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, we really don't understand how how deep Jefferson Street is and how all the musicians played on Jefferson Street back all in the day. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So James all of Hendrix, those business James Brown, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even those, yeah. even those churches on on Jefferson Street were like uh, meeting halls for like uh, you know during the civil rights movement exactly. for sit-ins in Nashville. Yep. So yeah, right. first National Baptist, yeah, first Baptist church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jefferson yeah, I was Street. Talking Baptist to my dad church. today. My my dad was saying today, Moses. I tell you, I'm talking to my dad, and he uh -huh. was talking about how you know, uh, and he, I saw an article about it later. That uh, John Lewis said he was made. He was made in Nashville, hmm. you know, at That's the real. theological center and on Jefferson Street at those different sit-ins. Yeah, and my uh, my dad didn't even know until he died. My dad was like, "I didn't know he went to Fisk." I was like, "Yeah, he went to Fisk." He went to Fisk. So you know, yeah, Fisk was big. You know, yeah, got Shout arrested in Nashville. Oh yeah. yeah, all that. That's big time. But there are a lot. There, I mean, there's a lot of pros that comes along with having this this stock exchange having this uh, if there's even you know in the future we're thinking about jefferson street 
uh, have an exchange for those businesses on that street. And that, and then all this is going to allow for individuals who don't have that that high dollar amount to invest in stocks that can start on the ground level with businesses, and with, that way they can earn profit and get a little income because we know that. Uh, the stock market is one of the the building blocks for wealth. So, access, man, it's access. Right, access. Access to capital. Right. right. So access people are going to be winning on both ends. Businesses are going to be winning by uh, getting more uh, attention, getting more advertisement for them to get more funding. People who are investing in these businesses will be able to profit off of their investment, and then hopefully the economy and the uh, landscape of the, the community around those businesses will start to grow and, you know, make the community look a whole lot better. So I'm thinking right. it would be great. It's going to be a great idea. It's going to be a great thing. I know it's not opening up until, I think, 2021, but mm -hmm. this is going to be a, a, a smooth move. Right, yeah, 2020 is a bust. Don't open nothing up in this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <That's laughs> nah, I'm joking. Uh, we're doing big things the year movements yeah i was gonna say we're doing big shit in 2020 bro that's right that's right in 2020 some of the biggest biggest things are going on right now so we're gonna we're gonna push that we're gonna push that but hey real quick going back to because it just it just made me think about some other things that i didn't know or realize until i was in my 30s um how many and this is to go back to the Jefferson Street thing, you know, from the stock exchange to us um, talking about Jefferson Street, Nashville, Tennessee, for the people that don't know what we're talking about. A very historic street um, that was filled with black businesses, still is to some degree, but was really filled with black businesses and everybody who's anybody celebrity wise from the you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s was on Jefferson Street performing, living, you know, visiting, whatnot. But, so it makes me realize that I didn't, I didn't really know about all of those successful black neighborhoods, cities, areas, towns across the country. We only hear about a few. We know about Jefferson Street in Nashville because that's where we're from. Mm -hmm. uh, we hear about Tulsa, Oklahoma a lot. We hear all about Rosewood. Right. We hear about a few more, but there were dozens and dozens there was literally they were saying like in every state there was a major black area that That's was right. bustling that was doing their thing making a lot of money and they were all destroyed that's right all so, destroyed and a lot of them were destroyed off of a, uh, a lie you know mm -hmm. it's always uh, right. a black man attempted or raped a white woman that's how the story always goes mm -hmm. you know so from there, they get upset, and they start to burn down, try to tear down anything that's and black. It's just jealousy. It's it jealousy. was just jealousy, and they knew jealousy. what they they knew exactly what they're doing. They always know it's not true. They, they always just needed know. a reason. Yeah, exactly. In their, in their minds to justify it. So yeah, but there are, there are black Wall Streets all over. We know about Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina, Atlanta. Oh man, you are Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. That's they're right. all over Memphis, Memphis <laughs> town. Yeah. It's yeah. still majority black in Memphis. Which is right. But, you know, we just now have a chance to do these. I mean, it's basically we're doing this stuff all over again. You know, we have a chance to rebuild these things and do some things differently. You know what I mean? Do some things differently and protect ourselves, you know? <laughs> it's not, it won't be the same these days. 
things are different, yeah. you know? So um, with that stock exchange, I think that's amazing. And I think we all have to support it and, you know, trumpet it out to the world, post it and, and really um, put ourselves behind it, you know, because sometimes we have the tendency to, to doubt to doubt our folks when they, when they get started on stuff. I think we've been kind of bred to, to think that way and act that way, but we're coming out of that too. It's in a lot of progress with us being on code, especially business-wise, mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. as far as movements that we got going on. It's going to be a, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Something to get behind. It is. The future is looking bright. And uh, I, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what's coming in 2021 with the stock exchange. Um, you know that I, I just looked up that 20% of Americans only it's only 20% of Americans that inherit their wealth. And a lot of, let's say a lot of people of color will lose that wealth in, in one generation and, and, and white people lose it in, I think on average, maybe about two, th uh, three, four generations, I believe. But, 80% are first generation uh, millionaires, billionaires. 80% of Americans are first generation. So it's, this is the time to get out there, get in investments, try to make some money, make your money work for you. We got, uh, us as black people, we gotta understand that we don't need to just hang on the money. A lot of people get, get money, have the mindset of their grandparents, they stuff it under a mattress, they put it in the closet. We gotta have that money making money for us. That, right. that, thing, that money work. cannot just sit there and not right. do nothing, you know, <laughs> and not do anything. Work. So it has to work. It has to work. Just like a, just like anybody else, we use it as a tool to get wealthy. That's how we got to look at it. Money is a tool to get to your, your, your goals, your, your, you know, what you're looking for in the future in life. So can't save to save. We got to save to invest. That's it, man. Okay. Well, shoot. With that, man, I think we can go ahead and first of all. We're going to send you to this article to read up on it in total. You know, we didn't read the whole thing. So you got to go ahead and visit blackenterprise.com. Read about the first black-owned stock exchange in U.S. history. Okay, number one. Number two, visit bmbainvesting.com. Check us out. Link up with us. You got some ideas, send them my way if you need a little bit of uh, you know some advice about something you're thinking about doing we got some words for you you need a little bit of tax advice we can help you with that too um, but we're just looking to build man we're, we're building and we're looking for other like-minded folks that are looking to build as well um, we're gonna end it right there fellas it's been a, a cool short one this is Boss Moves and we out peace peace, peace. Thank mm -hmm. you.